Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zambi, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I'm Andy. I think I posed that as a question, by the way. I'm Mike. Yeah, you very <laughs> lackadaisical with it. It's like, uh, I'm Mike. I'm Mike. Am I Mike? Am I really? Um, Is that who I am inside, MB? <laughs> You're philosophical, Mike. <laughs> am I Mike? Or is Mike just an extension of my true self? It's just, I'm doing voiceovers. I look out over to the into the ocean. You're in black and white. It's, a it's, like, it's like a smash cut of you looking at yourself. <laughs> looking back into myself. That's the whole thing. Tell me. Am I you? Are you me? Are we each other? I'm played by Billy Crudup. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a thing. It's a and that thing. was my Tuesday. <laughs> um, tell a couple things to get into. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued because you haven't told me about these things at all. No, well, kind of. I mean, I will. I, I did go to the Baltimore Comic Con again this year. Yep. Uh, but we'll get into that. There's not actually. There's not that much to say, but I'll tell you a few things. Yeah, right I. I'm just going to preface this and say that this isn't going to be like the past two specials where it's like an entire episode dedicated to this because you kind of, this year was a little different for you, so. I mean, you know, how much is there really to talk about? I didn't really do that much this year. But, um. There was no ice cold water guy. Unfortunately, no, it really missed ice cold water guy. But, um, today, I'm sorry, yesterday, I got my days mixed up there. I was walking out of Walmart and walking in. I, MB, I saw a Blackula hunter yesterday. I, what? I saw a Blackula hunter. Was he actively hunting Blackulas? No, I assume he was going into Walmart to get supplies. So, like, a pickaxe and some pizza bites. Pizza bites is very likely. Um, garlic, maybe. Who knows? But there was a Blackula hunter. I'm a black guy, kind of skinny and lanky, but... Wearing, you know, camouflage, uh, camouflage pants and... Did he have gray temples? Kind of. He had glasses. And sunglasses? he had, like, a uh, gold necklace that was, like, a um, a bullet of some kind. He had a lot of gold. I'll give him that. Then he had, like, a camouflage jacket on. Uh, Which, you know, black sweater could shirt. be... Gold could be poisonous to black yellows. We don't know. That science hasn't been proven yet. It's silver hurts, you know, Dracula's, so why not gold, gold hurt Blackula's? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's sound. So I just, I saw a Blackula hunter. A real I, deal Blackula hunter. He passed by me. So I assume you didn't say anything. No, I don't want to make him think I'm in league with the Blackula's. Oh, uh, well, that... Okay. He seemed to be all business, okay? Okay. Like, he was, are... he was dressed for Blackula hunting. Like, I can't even describe his outfit well enough. I mean, I think he had, like, a, a, another necklace that had, like, teeth on it or something. It was 
He had like a bandolier thing that was gold. It was very that like went around his jacket. It was fascinating, but that dude was a blackula hunter. Okay, going back to his assumption that you would be in league with the blackulas, are you in league with the blackulas? MB, I can't disclose that kind of information on a podcast. Always, always got to be so secretive. I know. What are you going to open up? Um, are you going to let me in? <laughs> when, will I, when will you let me in? You're just shaking me back and forth. <laughs> the Black Yellow Hunters, MB. They're out there. Playing the good finally, fight. Finally, you've you've uncovered their existence. I'm just so excited. I found a fucking Black Yellow Hunter. I saw one. I, and I looked at him and went, Black Yellow Hunter. The Day Stalker. <laughs> that shit was exciting. Like, he could be fighting Blackulas right now. I, There's Blackulas in Maryland. That blows my mind. I mean, I assume that, like, okay, what's what exactly is the mythology of Blackulas? Like, do they have a different um, mating, like, nocturnal habit? Like, do they uh, operate at night or at day? I mean, they're like regular vampires. They're just Blackulas. Uh, so, normal vampire rules apply. Yeah, I mean, they don't turn into bats or anything. They drive Cadillacs, but... Yeah. Um, I'm, by the way, that's not racist. I'm just going by the 70s black exploitation version of Blackulus. Um, here's a question. Did the Blackula hunter himself drive a Cadillac? I don't know. See, if if we were, if, if I was with you, we would just follow that dude all day. We should have, because we could have uncovered an adventure. Yeah, I imagine he like had a battle van or some kind. Yeah. Oh, do you think he had a micro... Nobody has a micro. You're right. I imagine he probably had some swords of some kind, but he did not have them on him because he was going into Walmart. Well, you know, you never know. He could have concealed them. That's true. I mean, I assume he had weapons on him. You know, it was during the day. The dude's not going to walk around completely free to Blackula attacks. Yeah, exactly. And plus, it's like, it's Walmart, so you know there's some Blackulas lurking, lurking around there. Yeah, I mean, the basement of the Walmart has tons of coffins in it. There could be some Blackulas in there. And, I mean, everyone there is soulless, so... Exactly. And, like, Target, where that's where the honky vampires hang out. Them and their upper-class Target. Such bullshit. Okay, anyway. so back to this fascinating individual. I mean, that's all I got. Uh, I just... I, I, I briefly walked by Blackula Hunter. And that was a day in the life of Mike Napier. <laughs> Mike J. Napier. Earlier in the day, though. <laughs> Before this happened. You really had a full day, didn't you? I did. I had a yard sale. Oh. Yeah. I want to complain uh, about this horrible cunt. Um, quick question. Can we go back to the Blackula Hunters after this? Because <laughs> I, w- I want to make myself feel good after this conversation. Okay. We maybe can go back to the Blackula Hunters. Though we have to be careful, we don't want to bring upon the wrath of the Black Yellow Hunters. Or the Black Yellow themselves, you know, they do listen to podcasts. Huge podcast listeners. Some reviews on iTunes of our, of our show that are from Black Yellows. Um, Mostly negative, actually. It's, yeah, they, uh, they are not fans. They are not uh, fans. Because we support the Black Yellow Hunters. Yeah, I, I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, I fear Black Yellow Hunters more than I fear Black Yellows themselves. Exactly. Keep finding the good fight, Soul Blood Brothers. Uh, but anyway, to the yard sale. Yep. To the I archives. Wanna, 
I, I want to complain about this fucking cunt. And his name was the Dan Didio. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um, I, this isn't going to be annoying to anybody else but me, but I don't care. So there was some sporting-type equipment that was at this yard sale, and I was asked if I played said sport, which I said, no. I try not to play anything. Trying to shut down this conversation before it starts. Oh, this was an old woman. Knowing middle-aged bitch. Who then made a video game controller motion and asked, so you play this, huh? Wow, really? We're stereotyping, stereotyping now, huh? Do you knit because you're fucking old? <laughs> Is your vagina made of sand? I... Did she do it in, like, a really, like, angry way, too? No, just in a real I'm-looking-down-at-you kind of way. <sighs> no, you're wrong about it, you being the only one being annoyed by this, because I'll admit it, I... This may be hard to believe, I don't play sports either. Um, yeah, I know I have a dick, I don't play sports. No, that's weird, right? Yeah. Sorry, I don't play sports. And Yeah, I mean, I know all of us um, are just huge sports fanatics. I mean, all of us are also, you know, into 80s action movies exclusively. Oh, yeah, and I love using women as objects. Yeah. Yeah, um, I get drunk every night, um, and I drive. Oh, yeah, just party, dude, just party. Yeah, yeah. Then you play your Coolers. video games. Cores. Like how that's just core, just saying it. <laughs> then the video game thing really pissed me off. That was And was that your only interaction with this? Yes. Yes. Well actually oh. no, I had to put her put the stuff she bought into her van. Oh wow. Cause I wanted to make that sale, but that's beside. That's the only thing that kept me from saying. I think because on my head, because when she made the video game motion, I wanted to say, actually, I just got my bachelor's degree in chemical engineering, <laughs> and just lead her on this entire voyage of a fake life that I have. But I was just like, I just want you to pay for your stuff and leave. I just want you to buy. She was buying a lot, so I just wanted her to buy everything. I just love how you wanted to go with the Count of St. Germain way with it. <laughs> I, the chemical engineering the thing, I was inspired by Dolph Lundgren. That's for some reason all I can think. Well, I know, as weird I as know sounds, your lady, I do not play those sports, but I invented them. I did look at her like she was a fucking idiot, though, and say no. <laughs> Even though it's true. Definitely. It's true, but it was just the condescending fucking, like, that's all I do kind of nature of it. And I was I was trying to there was a I had a, I had a bin of lights like light fixtures that I was trying to get rid of, and she wanted to buy the entire bin for five dollars. Fucking the entire light bin. The, the fucking light fixtures were a hundred dollars each, we're, and we're selling them for five dollars each. That's a good price, goddammit. it. But you wanted to buy the entire bin for five dollars. Yes. This. This I. So what I'm saying is, fuck you, you miserable cunt. I I just... I 
What is wrong with old people? There were so many old people, and they're all so terrible. There's an old guy. This old guy's a cunt, too. This old guy. <laughs> I just love how you got into it. This like old so guy. So passionately. Fucking, uh, there was stuff on a table, as you do at yard sales, and there was a wood table that I brought out to put stuff on. Because unlike some people, I don't have access to lots of tables. I'm not a rich boy like you, MB. Look, just because I own my own yacht doesn't mean you can look down on me. And it's made I mean, of tables. I mean, it isn't like all I do is pilot my yacht. Piloting your yacht right now while sitting at a goddamn table. You're making a wheel motion right now, aren't you? <laughs> this guy he hits the table, yells over how much the table is. I tell it's- him, the table's not for sale. He looks at me, waves his hand, goes, eh. And then walks off back to his truck and leaves. I'm sorry that I'm not selling everything that's out here. My house is out here, too. Do you want to fucking buy that, asshole? I just... Just the... What strikes me about that is just the... Like, like who does that? Not everything you see is for fucking for sale. I have a wall... I have a window air conditioner jutting out of a window right behind me. That's not fucking for sale. There are I mean, things sitting on the grass. The grass isn't for sale. Probably walked up to you and asked, how much for your clothes? Why the fuck is it bad that that's not, I'm not for sale? I mean, you are, but only to the right turd. Oh, yeah, The right person. I can be bought, ladies. <laughs> but it was just like... You soliciting yourself to the listeners. <laughs> Why does that not happen more often is my question. Uh, it's not the first time, nor is it the last time. But And people were asking about the table because it was a real wood table. I could see how they were confused. I mean, I can't, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It was the dirty look and the... Eh. I only take solace in knowing that guy's probably going to be dead in a year. Like, how old did he look? Late 70s. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess at that age, it's like you don't care. And he looked like he worked on a farm or something. He looked really out of place for where I live. I'm not really sure where he came from. But fuck that guy. I hate yard sales. I hate dealing with people. I, I, I've i never actually done a yard sale, so I can't really relate. That's terrible. And people are so fucking cheap, MB. Cheap. It's just two dollars. You take one dollar for it. Yes, just because I want to get rid of it. But really, two dollars is too much for you. Like, let me just say, this is why eBay was invented. I had someone ask how much something was, and it was a dollar, and they put it back. What? And it was something that literally, if they took it to a pawn shop, they could probably get at least twenty dollars for it. I'm selling it for a fucking dollar, and you put it back. May I ask what the item was? It was a ring. Really? And and that was enough for them to go, you know what, a dollar isn't worth it. And you picked it up. So clearly you like the ring. You asked me how much it was. You've been ca- I watched them carry this thing around for ten goddamn minutes. They come up and ask me how much it is. My, my question is, what was the price limit? Like, was it 38 cents? Was it... I... It's fascinating to think of. And the, the worst thing is, they are also holding a couple other items. Uh, there were two, and I said, like, 
But if you get both of them, I'll give you both for $5. Which is pretty much just one for free, technically. Put that back, too. Those <laughs> fucking cunt bitches. That's all I'm saying. Cunt bitches. Cheap motherfuckers. You know, I had a fascinating revelation today about myself. Kind of, It kind of ties into this. Um, We're getting deep here on Bolt Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a... You know how you have those kind of everyday observations where it's like all of a sudden you find yourself cripplingly depressed over some very small, minor thing? Every day. Yeah, I, I, I should have realized who I was talking to, but um, I was like... I was just sitting on my computer desk, and for whatever reason, like, you just kind of do this uh, absentmindedly. You just kind of start doing, like, making motions with your hands or something like that, just kind of, like, tapping your finger on the desk or something like that. I noticed that as my fingers were moving, I could feel a creak in them. Like, it just was, it was unsettling because it was like, Oh my god, I'm getting old. 23 years old, I'm getting old. And I realize it's like, wow, I've been getting old for a while. And I'm allowed to say it now. You're going to die soon. Yeah. Probably, actually. I'm going to try to speed up my death as much as I possibly can. (laughs) So you're going to do another yard sale. Exactly. And I already have high cholesterol. Can we just talk about, like, the fact that we shouldn't get old. No, MB, the Lazarus Pit doesn't exist. I mean... No, I mean, I'm saying we should just, like... Just... just Avoid it. Just close our eyes, pretend like it's not happening? Yeah. Yeah, just do it in the most childish way imaginable. That way we'll retain our youth. Just go, la, 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 not aging, not aging, not aging, and then we age and die while we're doing that. Well, yeah, but we'll be distracted so we won't notice. I'll give you that. See, that's why I just watch a lot of porn. Porn is great, isn't it? Did I tell you that I have elevated cholesterol? Yeah, you did. Yeah, it's really fucked up. I got depressed by that. I was worried about it. As it runs in my family, and I knew it would happen. You know, I was told recently that um, I probably should start like eating fiber every day, because I don't currently. It's a good idea. And I was like, Another thing to add to the daily regimen. <laughs> like, I couldn't be bothered to do that one thing. It's like, one, once again, it's like, it just, why do, why is aging a thing? I don't know. And the worst part about the cholesterol thing is I looked up like, okay, how, what do I eat to lower my cholesterol? It's not that high. It's just a little bit above normal. But I, I know I have it because it runs in my family and I don't want it to get worse. Yeah. And I wanted to lower it as much as possible and keep it low. And I looked it up and I was like, I'm already doing half the things to lower my cholesterol. I told you about, um, I had a high blood pressure scare earlier in the year. Yeah. That was thankfully, thankfully it ended up being all right by the time I went to the doctor next time. But it's just like, it seems like we're just falling apart. Yeah. And not in the, like, awesome zombie way. Like Kinnison the Zombie? Exactly. Remember to buy your Kinnison the Zombie shirts. Listen to Kinnison. Listen to Kinnison. Um, I should have worn my Pulp Nightmare shirt for recording. You should always do that. That's always a good open. Yeah, and bring my Pulp Nightmare mug. 
Just any time we veer off track, you just look down at your chest. Just winking back at you with the confidence of a manly man. Yeah, and then I'll be dead one day and be not be able to look at that shirt. It's really depressing when you think about it. But if you're buried with it, it lives on forever. I'll be buried with lots of things. Also, I don't plan to be buried. You know how I plan to go out. I plan to go out like the Summerton man. Yeah, I know. I know how you plan to go out, believe me. I want puzzles. I want me to become a mystery. I want children to find me and get scared. I just want a whole thing. I I mean, I thought you would. You'd always talk about the alligator and the sun crashing into the earth, so I, I was just... Well, MB, that's fictional. I can't actually do that. If I could, if the sun began crashing into the earth, then yeah, I'm going to find a fucking alligator. I'm going to wrestle that bitch while the sun crashes into the earth. That's how I'm going to die. But until the sun does that, I have to make alternate plans. I can't just hope for that to happen. Then I'd be silly and just be wasting my time. <laughs> That was a diatribe you just went on. <laughs> I I have to commend you for that one, sir. Uh, I scare myself. Yeah, you scare me too. But um, yeah, getting old—that's that's not a not a good thing. If you can learn anything from this episode, getting old—it fucking old s- nightmare does not recommend getting old. Let's not even talk about this. Let's get me depressed. I have to yeah, yeah. listen to this back to edit it. I'm gonna come on, come on, MB. You all go to it and buy comics from time to time. Uh, We're just keeping other podcasts at this point. Yeah, from our own network. That's really sad and fucked up. But um, remember to listen to Below the Bible. Yes, sorry, do it on iTunes. They have Tumblr, etc. Fucking, let's go there. They'll tell you. Um, I went to Baltimore Comic Con 2013. And this is your third trip to. Uh, oh, my last- third. Third trip uh, in a row the last yeah. three years. I took a. I used to go, uh, like in the early two thousands, but took a long break because really? I actually have no real explanation as to why I took a long break, but I did. So fuck it. And this show was, uh, you know, yeah. eventful. I bought a large Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles print for fifty dollars. It was kind of amazing. And it was nice. I've seen a picture of it, and it has all four of the turtles in their original masks. Yeah, it's All black red. and white except for uh, the masks are red. Yeah, so it's the like rooftop uh, run from the original comic. There's essentially Sin City Turtles. Yeah, Frank Miller Turtles. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, you I mean, also bought a Harley Quinn print. Harley Quinn print, but I mainly bought comics this year because I've been tending to buy art. And I was able to stay away from buying a sword, which was good because how many more swords can I possibly have? Uh, you, so. You, you really underestimate the power of having swords. Saying that, I did want to buy a sign. I didn't, but whatever. What can you do? Okay, here's here's an here's an idea. Next year you go, you take a black little hunter. He buys the sword. I'm all for that. And he's going to buy high quality swords. He's going to know he what is. he's looking for. Yeah, he's going to know a fake from a mile away. Good old black little hunters. But um, I did visit Crazy Ed. I, I just I just love the fact that the dude. Continues to be in business because I, I, that means I that means that means comic book injustices are being righted. Exactly. I, I I went and stood by Crazy Ed's booth at one point and just listened to him sell things to people. Just just tell epic stories about Barry Windsor Smith's Weapon X 
story. He had all the original issues there, including a big printout of the original. Um, before he wrote the story, he did like a, uh, a piece of art of what Wolverine's skeleton would look like and all that. Really cool. I almost bought the issues, but I ended up buying um, Batman the Cult instead. And, um, Legend of Dark Knight number 50. And yeah. then he and then I wasn't going to buy. Uh, they, had, they had the Death Superman, the black cover. And he talked me into buying one that wasn't open because the other one was too expensive. And he threw in the white cover unopened in there for like nothing. Because he's just such a goddamn salesman. I was just like, Here, here's my question. Do you recognize you? No. Nor would he automatically assume I was a Harley Quinn fan. I, I think in the back of his mind, he still knew that, though. Probably. He was he was telling me all about Batman the Cult, though. The entire story. And Because, goddammit, that dude's good. Once again, like I just I just want the entire convention just to be his booth. Yeah. And just watch him sell things and talk about comics to people. He, I mean, he owns a store, right? Or... Yeah. Go to his website, crazyedcomics.com. I think that's the name of his site. We've got to go to that store one day. I've seen a, a picture of him with Laura Vandervoort. So. I've seen that picture, too. I referenced that picture in conversation. Not an hour ago. It was weird. It was weird. But yes, Crazy Ed did well. He did. I, I also got to hold two copies of Fantastic Four number one. And not like, oh, the Marvel Now Fantastic Four number one. No, you're talking about the original Stanley Jack Kirby. I'm talking about the birth of Marvel Comics. I'm always holding it in my hand. Because for some reason, a vendor saw me and thought, like, this dude can afford $2,200 comic. $22,000 comic. I was going to say twenty two hundred. That is an amazing price. I know that would be an amazing price, but no, it was twenty two thousand. That was for the cheaper one. More expensive one was twenty five. I. Do you think anyone bought it? Maybe. People do fucking. I know. Like I think Spider Man number one sold or something. Um. There. Really. Yeah. I mean, they those comics are there. I see them up can on you, the wall. Can you imagine holding that one on the same day? I almost got Wolverine number one because I figured like I can maybe afford that. Oh yeah, definitely. Even that was like a hundred bucks. I actually saw uh, recently. Uh, I saw all four issues of that on Craigslist, randomly enough, and I was like, "Oh, if only I had the money!" But they wanted to, me to buy it in a bundle with a bunch of issues I had no interest in for an obscene price. Ah, uh, so that's why I got to go to Crazy Ed's. Exactly. I mean, Crazy Ed, he'll take one look at you, and no matter what, you could have like a character. That is like a guilty pleasure. Let's just say there's a character you, Aquaman. Let's say you're a closet Aquaman fan. He will take a one look at you and say Aquaman fan, right? Nah. Doesn't matter what you're wearing. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll give you one better. You're wearing an Aquaman shirt. He looks at you and goes Gundam Wing fan, huh? <laughs> and guess what? You're a goddamn Gundam Wing fan. You're gonna walk out of there with Gundam Wing memorabilia. Even if you don't want to be a Gundam Wing fan, you are. Also, oh, he's going to give you a discount just because. He did give you a discount. He, did. he gave me a discount. Then on top of that, I was like $2 short. Give me a discount on that. Then gave me a dollar back. <laughs> just because he could. Because I explained that I didn't want to use my credit card. Because I knew if I started using my credit card at fucking Comic-Con, I'm going down a wormhole that I'll never get out of. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like I'm not even spending money because I don't see it right now. <laughs> you end up buying Fantastic Four number one. 
I do wish I bought that. Copies. I do wish I bought that Weapon X set. It was so good, and all all this stuff's like in like Batman the Cult mint condition. That's that's amazing. Like, look, it's so good. Like, what are the chances of ever finding Batman the Cult in mint condition? I know, and it was and it was all four of them. Yeah, all in one nice neat little pack. And it was then they were and there was two issues per pack. Then they were both put into a separate into a pack together. I've read two issues so far. Never read it before. It's really good. Yeah, it's one of those like unsung classics of the nineties. Like, yeah, it's just it's just barely below like being mentioned in conjunction with like Dark Knight Returns and Year One and Long Halloween and all those. And you can't go wrong with Jim Starlin, who was there this year. Yeah. Also, um, a lot of cool cosplayers. Oh, there always is. Of course. Um, unfortunately, I was there on Saturday. The costume contest was Sunday, so I didn't see a ton. But okay, no, I know the the answer to this question, but I just want you to verify for the others. There was no Lego Batman this year, correct? There was not. Sun, but on Sunday there was a Hulkbuster Iron Man, which was amazing because. It was just, it was full size. Like, it wasn't like, oh, well, he's dressed up like the Hulkbuster, but he's just kind of, you know, a regular height dude. It's like, this dude towered over everyone in the background. Yeah, just go to the Baltimore Comic Con Facebook page. You'll see pictures of it. Also, cause, also so many boobs. I saw so many boobs. <sighs> so good. Ivy uh, Doom Kitty. Yeah, it's you hard. saw one this- particular set. Just hanging out in Frank Cho's booth because it's Frank Cho. But uh, when I when I first walked in, there was an Archangel cosplayer, which fascinated me. Wings were really awesome, admittedly, but he was also it looked kind of like he was just wearing body paint. I, I, I know he wasn't, but it looked like that. And it was like a couple hours later, the place was packed on Saturday. I kind of regret going on Saturday, but unless you're going to make it an all day thing, it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, you just have to – it's like, okay, I want to go over there, but I can't because there's a clearing over here, so I'm just going to walk this way and completely ignore that area. But at one point, I was, you know, we were all shuffling through because people at Comic-Con walk like old people fuck. <laughs> Once again, going back to old people. Yeah, fucking old people. Like, it's ridiculous. Can you just – this little tiny shuffles. Just shuffles. Or just stopping, just fucking stupid. It's like Hero with the tendons. Goddamn ballerina boys. <laughs> but um, at one we point, we love you, Hero. At one point, I, I'm like looking. At, I'm trying to get through, and I'm like looking ahead, and there's all these people moving, and I see like over the tips, like in the distance, the wings of Archangel walking towards me. And it's like if people start to. Uh, <laughs> that is a sentence, right there. <laughs> the wings of Archangel walking towards me, and. It's at that point that the greatest thing that's ever happened to me at Comic-Con since the Denny O'Neill thing in it, anyway. And I guess watching Stanley speak. Okay, so it's like the third greatest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, technically, you also had the thing where you found the Watchmen Absolute Edition and it kept stalking you. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, I, Denny O'Neill signed my name on Batman's cape. So no, it's no, like the... No, no Neil Adams. Neil I'm Adams. sorry, Neil Adams. Neil Adams. Denny O'Neill fucking wanted to know where that's... So it's like the A thing. Listen, it's it's somewhere in there, okay? It's on a list. I, I, it's in no particular order, is what I'm saying. You know, it was very cramped, and he has giant wings, so he's shuffling along, so I had to shuffle past Archangel. 
shuffling past Archangel's wings. Yes, and it was really weird. The title of your new autobiography. (laughs) Shuffling past Archangel. You just have your... You just have your your arms spread out. Like just, like, un- it's like the crow cover. Like just un- uncomfortably close to a dude who had blue face paint on and it looked like he may or may not be naked. What do you mean uncomfortably? <laughs> it was just weird. Just everybody shuffling past. Like, uh, 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 okay, okay, just shuffling past. Like uncomfortably close. Can it's you like, imagine getting stuck in a line with the Hulkbuster? See, that would be amazing though, because that that's clearing room. Yeah. Archangel ain't clearing room. You gotta shuffle past Archangel to get by him. Even in the comics, it's like Archangel's wings seem very, um, just inopportune. <laughs> I was kind of fascinated. Like, where are you going, dude? <laughs> where are you going to Artist Alley for? Because I was leaving Artist Alley, going back to the comic stuff, and then he was coming out of the comic stuff to go to Artist Alley. It's like, granted, Artist Alley has way more space in it, but like, good lord. It was just weird seeing like a red sea of people part for Archangel who's. Str- Who's walking sideways so he can get by everybody? <laughs> and it's like I'm. That, that I'm is my, the greatest mental image, by the way. So my back's like against people looking through comics, and, I'm, and then as he's barely, it was we're barely shuffling past each other through a sea of people. It was one of the most surreal things I've ever personally been a part of. And only one, only one of the great many things that have happened to you in Baltimore. Indeed, and that's my. My adventures at the Baltimore Comic Con. Like I said, there's not really like a ton of interesting stories to tell. Like there's cool stuff that happened, but nothing like that's interesting for anybody else. Well, except for the ice cold water guy wasn't there. Uh, yes, this is the story but, I've been waiting for because you have told me this story like three times since it happened. But someone I was with who's not like huge into comics was like was asked. We were outside leaving and asked to. Um, a cosplayer it was that was walking towards us, and it was um, Yellow Lantern and Scarecrow. And before I could answer, we were walking past a different a guy selling uh, water. He was dragging a cooler. Black guy with dreadlocks. Well, you got a profile. I, I just like to mention the dreadlocks because it makes this a way funnier. And just by, by the way, just just going out of just going out of my way to say this, we started the episode talking about a black Yellow Lantern. <laughs> Where there's a theme, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this guy could have been a black hunter too. I don't know, but and we just happened to be passing each other at the exact same time. This question was asked, and I just hear him under the breath, kind of turn around, and look, just under his breath, go, "That's Scarecrow," and just keep walking. <laughs> and I just stopped and turned, just looked at him, and just watched him walk away, having no idea how to react to that. Because that was bizarre. That's scary. And I saw a lot of bizarre things that day. I was at Comic-Con. I mean, Archangel. Archangel, Wasp, two different blades. I saw a Black Dynamite cosplayer. Did you see Hulkbuster in person? No, like I said, I wasn't there on Sunday. Uh, I was just hoping. No, I saw, I was walking by a TARDIS at one point. It was kind of amazing. <laughs> like, Wait, just a TARDIS, like, stationary or, like, someone dressed as a TARDIS? Someone dressed as a TARDIS. I mean, unless it was remote control, it was hard to tell. Were they spinning around the entire time? Yes. You know, the funny thing is, I'm not going to question that. There was also a TARDIS that was made out of balloons. Huh. Standing next to a doctor that was also made out of balloons. It's kind of fascinating. <laughs> and then at one point, the TARDIS and then someone cosplaying as the doctor was standing next to the balloon TARDIS and doctor. 
It was really surreal. Yeah, that's just... That's insanity. Then they both part for Archangel. There was also a uh, a Dalek there. That was pretty awesome. Well, Daleks are always awesome. And phallic. Really phallic. (laughs) Tammy, everything's phallic to you. Including Archangel. And trust me, that dude was packing. Yeah. I know. I got up close and personal with that shit. (laughs) It was just really uncomfortable as I was shuffling past Archangel. I'm just going to keep saying that. Because it was just like... It's just weird, like, you have to make eye contact for a split second, so it was just like, yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's like, this is ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to ask, like, was this dude incredibly tall or anything? Um, pfft. He was pretty tall. He was taller than me. Because that would make it kind of worse. I would argue he was like 6'1". Six, 6'6'1". One. Six, six, one. But good stuff. Good fun at the Baltimore Comic Con. Can't wait to go back next year. And this is once again a bolt. This is technically another Baltimore Comic Con episode because I brought it up. It's just a thing we have to do now, according to yeah. Hero. Yeah. I'm happy now, James. I like how you only call him James to demean him. <laughs> Ballerina boy. But, but because there are Blackulas out there that must be hunted. Yes. And because we're trying to avoid at all costs aging. So we must become Blackulas, apparently. MB. Get me the black paint. That's just racist. I know. I don't even know what I was thinking there. Is but anyway. A, is it possible for a white person to become a black killer? Um, let's consult the books on that one. All right, let's go do that. For this episode of Pulp Nightmare, I've been Mike. I've been Archangel. I'll be shuffling past you in a minute. And have pleasant nightmares. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. <laughs>